Welcome, everybody, to the Live from Tomorrow podcast. I am your host, Matt Hooper. Each week, we weave together guest interviews with comedic segments to bring tomorrow vividly to life, offering a bold, humorous perspective on what's next across business, technology, politics, and entertainment. This is our season finale, folks. And what a season it's been. Uh, Begun in October 2020, we have recorded this entire show virtually in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, an election, and a coup. Yeah, Uh, at the beginning of the season, I was eager to examine a wide array of tomorrows, aided by experts who've spent their careers largely in the realms of tech and business, but, well, today kept getting in the way. I mean, we've taken many trips into the future on this show, don't don't get me wrong, but more often than not, I've been trying to tie our storylines back to the events of the present in ways I hadn't anticipated. And while I don't consider myself a nostalgist, which is uh, maybe what every nostalgist says, I've been thinking back lately to the beginning of this turbulent century, to the summer of 2001, when I was 13 and the world was, if not less fraught, then certainly different. I was working at this camp near where I lived in the New York City suburbs. All right, campers, gather round. My name is Mr. Katzenberg, and I am the chief counselor here at Camp Kids Need Instantaneous Socialist Help, or Camp Kanish. We are a progressive indoctrination camp, so A, yes, we exist, it's time to panic, Jerry Falwell. B, if you're interested in learning more about death panels, I suggest you all come back tomorrow, as today is just orientation. And C, for those of you coming from open carry states, a friendly reminder... We only allow weapons on campgrounds during our battles in the war on Christmas, okay? Merry Christmas to all and to all a good... (gasps) Say happy holidays, kid. Say it. (laughs) You fine young leaders are the junior high and high schoolers our country so desperately needs. Young people who live in a red state but have blue state values. Excuse me. Uh, Excuse me. Cover through. Sorry. (laughs) Hey, no cutting. I'm not a camper. I'm a CIT. I I work for Mr. Katzenberg. I don't give a f***. I said no cutting. Jeez, I'm supposed to introduce myself to people. Sorry, that's, uh, where's my script? Hello, I am Matt, counselor in training here at Camp Kniff. How may I help you acknowledge the realities of a depleting ozone layer today, camper? Sorry about that. Um, I'm Sally. Now, why are we all gathered at the edge of the Hudson River under this big oak tree on such a glorious afternoon? Why aren't we all playing a game of kickball where everybody gets an equal share of the win? Or in an arts and crafts workshop designing birdhouses in the shape of Che Guevara's head? Because the stakes are too high, comrades. Where are you from, Sally? West Virginia? But I want to move to San Francisco for high school. That's where I know I'll be able to realize my fullest self. Plus, Jesse Katsopoulos lives there, so... Oh, Jesse Katsopoulos. That's cool. Yeah, he's hunky. When I think back to this, I don't just remember how impressed I was by Sally's confidence. I remember how certain she was that she was going to move somewhere. (laughs) This camp was in my hometown. I didn't have to go anywhere. And I, I think of how few of us move anywhere anymore. In fact, the percentage of Americans that move every year has steadily declined since the 1960s. And as of the beginning of 2020, just before the pandemic, fewer than 10% of Americans moved. A trend, uh, I will admit, driven by millennials, by by my peers. Our generation has lived through two total economic collapses in little more than a decade. 
we think more about mitigation than migration, uh, more about just surviving than forging ahead, which can so often seem like a luxury. Anyway, Sally was quickly recognized as a brilliant participant in the camp, while my services as a counselor in training left uh, a little to be desired. Say it with me. Schmear. Schmer. Schmear. Schmer. No, no, like you're from New York, the epicenter of liberalism. Hey, Joey, go wait online for me. I have to finish smearing this cream cheese on my bagel, which has been my favorite breakfast since I'm a little pisher. Go wait in line for me. I have to schmerz no, some... No, no, forget about it. What a Shonda. But at night, when the camp grew quiet and everyone returned to their bunks, I would climb into that tall oak tree at the river's edge and dream of all the possible futures that lay in store, of the places that, yeah, I was positive I'd move to. Hey, get your own branch. Ugh, uh, sorry, Sally. Usually nobody else is up here. Well, you live here year-round, Matt. I only have this month. At the end of August, I have to head back home. Transitions are hard. They always have been. Yeah, I don't... Well, whatever. I have actual work to do. Like, how could I possibly add another elective to my schedule when I already... Uh, What What elective do you want to take? Well, right now, I have my Clinton class. It depends on what the meaning of the word is, is on Tuesday and Thursday mornings. And here Wednesdays, I have Reagan invented crack. Ooh, that's a good class. I like how Professor Anderson does voices too. Well, Nancy and I are just going to carefully place this pipe on the ground. Uh, yeah, that is funny. And then uh, every other Friday, I have a history of David Remnick from three to five. So looks like the only free slot I have is on Mondays, but there aren't any environmental protection classes on Mondays. And that's... That's the whole reason I came up here this summer. I'm sorry. It's okay, I guess. It's just, it's going to be hard to be president in the 21st century if I don't have a sound environmental policy. You're going to run for president when you grow up? (laughs) That's amazing. A lot of kids in this camp want to run for president. What about you? What do you want to do? Well, I mean, I'm not in the camp. I'm just helping out. So politics isn't really... You're always writing in that notebook, though. You must be planning for something. I see you walking around camp, scribbling stuff. But, like, I don't really care. I'm not... Well, yeah, I, uh... Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Tomorrow Radio Hour right here on WLFT, the only show devoted entirely to discussion of the future. Do you sit up at night like I do, wondering when we'll use holograms instead of the telephone? Jetpacks instead of bicycles? How about... Okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah, you want to be on the radio? The radio is a place of unlimited imagination. It's just audio. There's no gravity. Whole worlds are conjured by your voice, and a voice can really matter, Sally. I mean, not that mine will, necessarily. Mm-hmm. What about, what's in all these other pages, though? They're songs. Songs? Uh, Sally, are you familiar with Alfred Matthew Yankovic? Weird Al to his friends? Weird Al to his enemies. Uh, I... He's a master of song parodies. Well, master doesn't cut it, really. Eat it. I Love Rocky Road, Fat, and Sally, I kid you not, these are just some of the songs he's written about food. Okay. I write song parodies, too, and skits and things, but a lot of mine are about technology. Oh, that's what you want to do when you grow up? I can't get iMac, a spoof of Hall & Oates, I like like that, a spoof of the Blackout All-Stars. 
These songs will form the basis of a concept album, one that I hope can entertain and inform. Matt, you up there? We're burning pictures of Pat Robertson, Linda Tripp, and a hanging Chad in effigy. Yep, I'll be right down, Mr. Katzenberg. Well, I'll leave you to it, Sally. Didn't mean to bother you. I'll come with you. Are... Really? Sure. Unless you don't want me to. No, no, I do. It's 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 cool. It's cool. Everything's cool. So, uh, is that some PB&J you've got stuck in your braces? Or Oh, uh, what? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Just making small talk. Oh, my goodness. Would you look at the time? Here. Let's jump down. From... From a tree? Sally, that's a straight shot down. Hey, no gravity, remember? Come on, let's do it. It'll be fun. No, that's just uh, that's just in the world of audio. That's not... Whoa! Sally! S- Sally? That was awesome! Oh my god. Now it's your turn to jump. No, I don't... I, I don't think... What are you waiting for? Well... What... What's going to happen? You trust me? Yeah. Now let me tell you something. Nobody knows what's going to happen, so you should probably just stick with people you trust and, like, try your best, I guess. When I think back to my interest in tomorrow, I don't think about the idea for the radio show I had. I think back to that very moment, standing at the edge of the tree, waiting to jump. I think about the bravery it took for Sally to move up to New York that summer. To move from the tree to the ground, too. (laughs) And I wonder if we were so brave, so full of plans for the future, because the horrors of the 21st century hadn't quite arrived in our little corner of the world just yet. She was right to jump, though, regardless of how it all turned out. Because you don't want to stand still, do you? Sure, tomorrow remains unknowable. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't take a leap. Oh! Matt! What happened here? Dumb kid jumped out of a tree thinking about the unknowability of tomorrow, but decided it was worth taking a leap anyway. I bet his future self was narrating this experience, too. Psst. Typical. Live from tomorrow, we'll be back after a short break. Now, usually this is the place where we interview a guest on our show, where I uh, reach out and talk to an expert. But seeing as how this is our season finale, I figured we'd do something a little bit different. I wanted to take stock of just how far we've come over these past 15 episodes. As I said at the outset of this episode, no matter how hard I've tried to stay singularly focused on tomorrow, these past three months have been as turbulent as any in living memory. I'm sure it's not just me reminiscing about what seemed like a simpler time, even if it wasn't ever actually a simpler time. And uh, maybe it's a cliche, but what better place to visit when you're craving a little bit of access to that simpler time than going home? Back to the house you grew up in. Will you still feel the same pressure to look ahead to next season even? (laughs) To take a leap? Let's say, when it's safe to visit one's loved ones again, (laughs) in a post-pandemic world, in the near future, what will a visit home be like? Hello? Mom? Dad? Oh, you must be mad. I am, and this is... Sally, yes! Hello, you two. I am Linda Laventina. I'm a sales rep with Voxy Cotton. I'm working with your parents. Voxy Cotton? Yeah, it's this new service that reduces your humanity to, like, just your voice. You can upload your body to some server somewhere, and they promise a soft, cottony landing in the ether. 
Oh, you make it sound so dark. Blah. <laughs> We're fun, I promise. Well, maybe it's just the name that makes it sound scary. Voxy Cotton. Get addicted. Holy shit, that's your slogan? <laughs> Distilling one's essence to just their voice is an innovative, inexpensive way to unplug when things become too stressful. Bodies are overrated, are they not? Hey, there he is. Oh, hello, sweetie. Give us a kiss. Hey, Mom. Hey, Dad. Oh, don't make him bend, hun. It's not good for his back. Uh, bodies, am I right? So many parts. So many responsibilities. Plus, you always need to eat to sustain your energy. Who needs that, honestly? Yeah, I am done with food. Food makes you fat. Can we just say it? Can we just come out and say it? Food makes you fat. That's, uh, yeah. So, uh, as you can see, we've met Linda Laventina. Oh, so you know already. Know what? We actually haven't gotten around to talking about it yet. Maybe you'd like to tell them, Mr. Hooper. Oh, sure. Uh, we've signed up for Voxycontin. Get addicted. Yeah, that's just not something that makes you want to use the product. I'm sorry. Wait, so you're you're transitioning out of human form and into just your voices? Well, this century's been really crappy, son. Basically, ever since that summer you worked at Camp Knish, remember? Ah, uh, terror attacks, endless war, nationalist leaders, school shootings, emboldened white supremacists, a dying planet, and now a plague. It hurts your heart, you know? If we become voices, we don't have to feel so much anymore. We figured you'd understand. You're always talking about how people don't move anymore. And, well, we're moving someplace. Into a post-corporeal realm. That means we won't have bodies anymore, just voices. I know what it means, Mom. Are you both sure you want to do this, though? I mean, won't you miss having bodies? We can always return to our bodies if we want to. Isn't that right, Linda Leventina? It is. And Matt, your parents tell me you host a podcast? <laughs> you should already understand the power of transitioning to voice only. Well, that's a bit of a stretch. We're actually looking forward to joining a podcast, bud. Oh, are you guys going to appear on Live from Tomorrow? Are we? <laughs> no! Come on! <laughs> are you kidding? We're going to move into that other show about business and innovation and all that stuff. What's Up Next, Inc.? Oh, Dad, don't move into What's Up Next, Inc. Why? It's more interesting, it charts higher, heck... That show has high-profile guests. And it's hosted by Lori Wasserface from school. I know who hosts it, Mom. We go back a long way with Lori's family, Sally. You see, it's sort of a visual joke, but follow me here. I grew up with her parents, Joe Wasserface, and Jane from school. Uh, uh, you know what, folks? I'm thinking of something that's even more exciting than using this foxy cotton crap. Oh, is it the Wasserface from school annual barbecue? Because if there is a more delightful evening on our social calendar, I haven't heard about it. Ugh. I can't wait to get rid of my ears. No, I, I, I was going to say hanging out with us, your son and your daughter-in-law. I mean, you're not going to see us in your whatever corporeal forms for much longer if you're about to become voices and move into Lori Wasserface from school's podcast. Matt. I, no, Sally, this is important. We drove all the way out here. The least they could do is- Matt, it's not that. It's- Hang out with us for an hour as people and not just voices, right? Matt, we're already just voices. What? Oh boy, I'll, um, I'll leave you all to it. Wait, Linda Laventina, don't go. Where is she? 
I didn't hear footsteps or the door open or anything. That's because Sally's right, son. We're already just voices, hovering without a visual counterpart, or a body, or, well, anything that tethers us to the world beyond podcasts. It's been this way the whole season. How have I... How have I not noticed this before? To be fair, this is a weird show. It's totally understandable that you might miss some things. Yeah, but to just be a voice, that's that's existentially vexing, isn't it? I'm feeling vexed, existentially. I don't know. As far as I understand it, being just a voice is part of the appeal of the podcast medium. You can keep changing the format if you need to. Yeah, that's something we've done a lot, for sure. The first season was a musical, for crying out loud. We know, son. That's why we didn't like it. Come on, honey. Let's leave Matt's voice to figure it out. Bye, Matt. Wait, Dad. Mom, don't go. Can you just... Huh. Do you hear that? There's nothing there. It's just our voices. I know. There's not even room tone. No gravity. Are we hovering? Is, is, is that at least an upside of being just a voice? I can't tell. I can't either. But we can still change stuff, right? I mean, in this medium, it's our voices that advance the narrative, that interview guests, that can, like, conjure reality outright. Yeah, I think so. Like, if I said, okay, let's try. Hey, what's that waterfall doing over there? There should ostensibly then be a waterfall. Hey, how do you like that? I'm not sure I like anything. I'm just a voice. Oh, voices can still like stuff. And as far as listeners are concerned, it's only voices that like stuff. It's true. Our voices are their guides. So our voices can also let everybody know about next season, about whether or not we're changing format again. Mm-hmm. But we don't need to think about next season right now. No, you're right. One thing at a time. We haven't made the transition just yet. Transitions are hard. They always have been. Someone close to me taught me that years ago. Who? You, Matt. Oh, right. Sally, even though we've spent this whole season trying to figure out tomorrow, I, I don't feel any closer to knowing what's going to happen. The future still seems so... Well, what do I know? I'm just a voice. Hey, a voice can really matter. I mean, not that yours will necessarily, but... <laughs> I have to admit, I'm feeling pretty free as just a voice now. I feel, I don't know, light? Oh, no. Sally, that's a waterfall. It's a straight shot down. Hey, no gravity, remember? Come on, let's do it. It'll be fun. No, it won't. But if I jump, I probably won't fall, right? I'll fly. Woo! Listen closely and you'll hear me come flying straight back. I'll soar. It's going to sound like a great big whoosh. Yeah, okay. Assuming that totally insane thing doesn't happen, though, if after you jump you don't come soaring back, you... It's the season finale. We have to transition to next season anyway, right? I'm sure it'll feel different. It'll be an adjustment. But we have to take the leap, don't we? As, as metaphors go, it's a little on the nose. See you in the sky! Sally! S- Sally? That was awesome! Did you see that? I'm soaring, Matt! The whoosh! I, I did. I heard the whoosh. Now it's your turn to jump. What are you waiting for? Well, what... What's going to happen? You trust me? Of course, but it's not as simple as when we were kids, Sally. Why? Need I remind you? Nobody knows what's going to happen. So, you should just stick with people you trust and try your best. Okay. Ooh! Matt! What happened here? A dumb voice jumped into a waterfall thinking about the unknowability of tomorrow and eager to uh, 
a leap into next season. Oh, I bet he took this whole no gravity thing too literally just because Sally flew instead of falling. Psh, typical. Uh, and all this taking the leap stuff. I know. As metaphors go, it's a little on the nose. Live from tomorrow, we'll be back after a short break. Well, folks, we did it. <laughs> we have come to the end of season two. With so much to do, to see, to listen to, so many of you have chosen to spend a little bit of time with us each week, and it has meant the world. Keep an eye and an ear, of course, on this feed, as some pretty exciting stuff will be coming your way in the coming weeks and months before we make our proper return in April. Tomorrow has not yet happened. It's ours to seize, to shape, and to make, well, better and fairer than today. Let's take that leap, and we'll catch you further on down the road. I've been to good places for far too long. I've been biding time all wrong. Time to take a trip into the unknown. Gotta get ahead and take my place at the start of the race. Starting now, starting here, today. I won't be impatient as the days tick on, cause by then I'll be gone. I have no fear that I could be
So let's take a trip into the unknown. Taking a hot dive into tomorrow. Nothing but blue skies and miles to go before I sleep. Taking a Taking a hot dive into tomorrow Nothing but blue skies and miles to go before I sleep Taking a hot dive into tomorrow No looking back, just take it Quit looking back, just take it Stop looking back That's season two. <laughs> I want to thank our incredible cast, Kelly Quinn, Anne Veal, Matthew Walters-Bowens, and Raleigh Williams, our composer, Ben Easton. The song is called The Leap, and it was written by Mark Levy, mixed by Jim Bloom, and performed by the Academy Blues Project, whose members are Jim Bloom, Trevor Brown, Ben Easton, and Mark Levy. Our distributor, the Podglomerate, for all that you do, you allow us to reach the world. <laughs> Please check us out on Instagram at Live From Tomorrow Official. I am your writer and host, Matt Hooper. And finally, thank you, all our listeners. You're the reason we do this. Without you, this podcast wouldn't even be possible. Thank you.